Jones, your host, for the next two hours. We've got Alan Watt, researcher, author, musician. We're honored to have him on with us today. I had a lot of news items I want to bring up to him. But before we do that, let's just ask him in this short segment what he'd like to talk about in the next two hours with us today. Alan Watt, thanks for coming on. Yes, yeah, a pleasure to be here. Yeah. What uh, What is most on your mind today? What do you want to break down for my audience today? I mean, I want to get into the behavioral psychologist, the false paradigm, the reality we're in, how to break out of that, solutions for people to deprogram themselves, where you see things going in the next step in their phase. Uh, but, uh, I mean, those are some of the issues I want to raise. But uh, what do you think is most important to talk about today, Alan Watt? I think it's the, the even bigger picture because while all of this is going on, all of this is really happening, and society has been altered drastically quickly in so many areas, all of, it, all of its facets, in fact, to make up culture, uh, even global society, uh, you're finding the rushing ahead with the genetic research, uh, which is all to do with the, the old, old plan of perfecting society the way they want it perfected, meaning... Uh, to bring in a good class of uh, servant slaves. Playing God. So so they're already talking about designer babies. They're already looking at the genetics and having social workers putting two-year-olds for, for at least three years in England and Canada on databases. Uh, mm -hmm. A crime because of your genetics made up quackery as they play God. Yes, and even Bush and, and the rest of them have signed uh, bills for all newborn babies to have their DNA collected at birth. And this has nothing to do with the health of those children as the parents see it. It's to do to see if you, you carry what they call recessive genes, uh, genes which are throwbacks to previous racial mixtures and, and so on. And, of course, you weren't listening earlier, were you? No. no. I didn't think you were. We're always on the same page, it seems. I was covering how Bush signed Bill to take all newborns' DNA. Now, they admit this program's been really going on for 35 years. They're mm -hmm. just now having to do this because it got exposed and they were being sued. So he's retroactively trying to give them liability protection. But they admit, and I've spent days reading University of Texas runs it in the U.S. Uh, they have universities globally doing it in each country. And they admit in there that it's used for Homeland Security and criminal database. Yep. It's used for genetic engineering. And it's given to the insurance companies your complete map. And they admitted that they are are looking for certain key racial traits, just like the Human Genome Project is run by the eugenicists for making race-specific bioweapons to kill some of us, but also to use traits for the elite in their life extension. Well, there's no doubt about this. This goes all the way back uh, to, to the 1800s when they set up the first censorship or census collection databases with the Carnegie Institute and the backing of Congress. And uh, Charles Davenport was behind that in 1890. And they wanted from then on everyone to have an 11-digit number so they could track you down through your family history, uh, follow your offspring, and collect the medical data. That was the most important stuff they wanted, all medical data to, to do with what uh, problems you, you carried in your genes. And this is still going on today. This is an old, old plan run by the same big foundations in cahoots with uh, uh, the global elitists. But and now it's 2008, and we're going to get to see it come to fruition. There's no doubt. Uh, there's no doubt at all. Um, and they're also talking now about creating the new chimeras, 
Even the Catholic Church has got into it on behalf of the scientists, strangely enough. If you look at it from a different perspective, and they say that they, if any, anyone with a, a part human gene in them, uh, any creature at all, is therefore human in all full respects. That's exactly what the scientists want. Stay there, Alan Watt. For listeners that are listening on the InfoWars.com streams, we're going to continue the discussion. For everybody else, we'll be back in three minutes. All right, uh, Alan. Go ahead and take me over to Alan Watt, please. I can hear you. Alan, during some of these breaks, we're going to have uh, other discussions. That way we can come back and do the uh, main topic we were on and then switch back into subtopics during the break so we don't waste any time here. Mm -hmm. um, so we'll go back to the genetic engineering here in about two minutes. Uh, overall, what do you think about stage terror, reading the tea leaves, uh, looking at what they're doing? you think they're going to, like, go ahead and hand the baton to somebody else in a new administration, or, or are you thinking they're going to go ahead and stage something before the election? I think they'll stage many uh, events before the main election, and it really won't matter who gets in. We know that. We know they're all vetted at the top, regardless of the party, and uh, that's what Quigley said. We always own the leaders of both sides, and that's all they have to do. The agenda has never faltered, regardless of what party is put in power for the last hundred years, and it's the same all over Europe, in fact. It's the exact same agenda. Why are they why are they coming out so publicly now um, and just admitting that they're setting up a world government? I mean, they'd always admitted it in some text, but now the head of the Kissinger group uh, has yeah. come out with a book. You may have seen it, you know, just saying we're going to take your rights, take the Internet, you're our slaves. I mean, it's a very arrogant declaration. Is that a psychological tactic to make us feel like they're invincible? It, it is. It's uh, inevitability factor. You think it's inevitable. Most people collapse psychologically and take that for granted. They, they don't think beyond that statement, and it becomes a fact for them. So they don't react or, or protest it. Now, the majority of the public do react that way with all the big declarations that are made. Yeah. Absolutely. We're about to come back on the main program, and we'll get right back into the genetic engineering Um I'm glad you're bringing up this topic because, as you said, this is what they're completely obsessed with. And then later, if you want, do you have any comments on the Deborah Jean Palfrey uh, murder of the D.C. madam? Uh, I'm not surprised. That's the main one. It's no surprise at all. Yeah. Okay, stay there. We're gonna, we'll be right back. Gentlemen, Alan Watt is our guest for the next hour and 50 minutes. Very honored to have him. Give out his website and other contact points throughout the hours. Alan, I want to get into the whole genetic engineering angle and how they're playing God. But first, I want to make the statement that driving to work, you look at the people acting more sheepish, acting more and more stupid, looking more and more dull. Don't even talk to their neighbors. Don't talk to each other. They don't really interact. They simply, as spectators, watch television. The language being reduced, everyone being dumbed down, the test scores dropping and dropping by design in their own declassified documents. 
And so the elites say, see, they're all a bunch of dumb animals. They deserve to die. They say it's prima facie evidence that the population deserves to be reduced and exterminated and culled uh, because they, uh, you know, if they were the fittest, they would be fighting back or at least joining the elite. But when you really study the global elite, they actually say they want to catch people at birth and use genetic screening to target uh, what what they call kind of rogue elites. They So this really, I mean, it's evil enough to say they want to dumb everybody down and enslave them and kill them because that's what they're doing for the species. But it's even worse when you really find out they're trying to mutate humanity, dumb humanity down, and that they have accentuated and created a feedback loop to to, to really turn the public into these self-propelled stomachs uh, that literally can hardly think or talk. Uh, so it's so diabolical. And I want the public to know from all the gauges I have, we're just five, ten years off, maybe even closer at current growth, of them releasing the mass bioplagues. They've just got to have a few more staged events to fully get us locked down, uh, and then they can really start the job of, of, of culling uh, 85 to 90 percent of us, depending on which globalist document you see. And they've done everything else they said they would do. That's the thing. We're not saying this for effect here. They really are going to do this. And uh, they really are going to carry this out. They really are going to kill most of you listening right now. They're saying it. They're not joking. They have to be taken serious. Alan Watt, your comments on that subject, then back into into their main push, genetic engineering. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Uh, Even to do with the ideas we came out with in the 1800s, and you had Galton in England, and and you had Davenport in the U.S., by, by the Carnegie Institute and the Congress at the time, they set up this whole eugenics experiment at Cold Springs Harbor, and uh, they called it the Station for Experimental Evolution. Uh, it's a major tenet of their belief system is evolution, and they had already come to believe at the top that some big leap forward had occurred in the past, and that they, being the elite of the day, were the natural uh, products of that, and everything else beneath them was an inferior type of human. And now and we've really seen all the this. headlines. We've seen BBC and Reuters showing the superhuman and the subway dwarf goblin. Uh, they're yeah. now saying, and, and, and the joke is, they're now saying we're the subway dwarf goblin, and we do kind yeah. of look like that and act like that. Mm-hmm. That's, that's correct. And uh, the, uh, they said that, and this is another basic part of their whole philosophy, is that you can't breed people up from the bottom. Uh, you, they'll bring the top down if you try to mix genes with, with the so-called better class and inferior class. And therefore, their whole idea, uh, as far back as the 1800s, was to gradually eliminate the bottom class and then through understanding what became to be known as genetics, uh, they would uh, create a new type of slaves to serve them but they also knew, and Lord Bertrand Russell stated this, that they'd have to catch children at school, young men, very early on, who had leadership abilities and intellect, but whom they knew because of their genetic lineages and by studying the parents and grandparents and personality types, they knew they wouldn't conform and serve the elite. They could rebel against them, and therefore they'd have to pick them out, and if necessary, they'd have to, to, to eliminate them. And by the way, that is in hundreds of government Ph.D. documents. And, and let me give sources now. Uh, Dr. Dennis Cuddy, of course, worked at the Department of Education, highest levels. He's written several books on the subject. Uh, the number two at Department of Education in the 80s, Charlotte Iserby, whose dad was Skull and Bones and Bohemian Grove, East Coast elite. 
they brought her in, and, and she'd been in the Foreign Service, and they put her in charge and said, okay. And she has a phone book-sized book that we sell, by the way, at InfoWars.com, where, where it, they said they are meant to dumb everybody down further, but also uh, f- single out the leadership males, put them on drugs to brain damage them, but then take some select ones and make sure they're recruited into elite circles. So that's official U.S. government policy. Yep. That's why and your little boys are. That's why your boys are targeted. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah Veteran Russell stated that in the fifties and sixties. Uh, he said that uh, the ones they couldn't sway over, who'd accept the scholarships and serve them, would have to be, literally be eliminated, destroyed. Uh, but, but also, the alternative was to, as you say, get them on drugs, which would alter their, their brain patterns. And we know that Ritalin and all the rest of it shrinks the brain, gives them tremendous problems. And it's primarily young men, young males, who are picked out for this. Yeah, little do they know that their DNA has already been tested by the government decades ago. They're already in a file. Everything they're doing is being tracked. And then they make sure they destroy you. Uh, and that's all official. That's your loving government helping you, you know, running checkpoints to keep you safe from al-Qaeda. Uh, let's get into the genetic engineering because this is important. For those that don't know, a decade ago... Uh, the major fi- scientific papers reported, I remember reading them, that they had human, bovine, human cow, cross-species uh, in, in, uh, creatures, but they would kill them in the embryonic phase. They had humanzies. Then the Washington Post five years ago reported that Latin American countries do have laboratories with humanzies, half human or, or part human, part chimpanzee. Uh, and then now they admit that human genes are put in the food we eat, insect genes, uh, part spider, part goat. That's been around for 20 years. Uh, remote control cockroaches, robo rat. That's what they've told us about. And now they're just now introducing it to the public, which means we're even more advanced. So, Alan Watt, break down what we know they've got, then what your sources have told you they really do have, uh, and then why they're hoarding this for themselves. Yeah, they do have a new a breed, basically. Uh, they can bring on at any time they want a new breed of servant class. Uh, and I often wonder if they've not already introduced them to some higher levels of bureaucracies, to be honest with you. Uh, perfect servants who will not question whatever they're told to do. They have no human qualms about things, but they still um, have built-in fail-safes to serve their masters. It's almost like breeding psychopaths with fail-safes in them to, to serve the master. That's the only difference between them, really, and the creators, you might say. The elite who already do exist, uh, these psychopaths uh, can cooperate at the top because they're all in the same group. Well, they don't the even need goal. to produce those, though we know there's been programs to produce the super soldier. They just put 100% of the troops in, and they know about 30% are going to come back with psychopathic breaks who already had sociopathic, sadistic tendencies who have now been perfected into a psychopath. Or they can find the one psychopath out of 100 that already exists, but they already have ways to produce them, and then they, and then they put them into law enforcement. Yeah, well, they've already started up a school, I think it's in Delaware, it just got the go-ahead to go ahead for the first time under Homeland Security, and it's going to be school to work. The only difference being that we're training children from school to be going into SWAT teams, something going to the military, something special. Oh yeah, special all over the country they already have that. They call it law mm-hmm. enforcement, sixth, seventh grade. They write tattletale reports on their parents. I have video of it in my films. Mm-hmm. Road so, to tyranny. That's seven. I mean, that's almost seven years old, and yeah, right here in Austin. But uh, go ahead. Yeah, so they're rushing ahead with this to create a new society. 
uh, while the adults play themselves and, and entertain themselves and uh, are distracted by trivia. And uh, these characters, remember, work intergenerationally. Uh, we are short-term thinkers and planners. We think in one lifespan only, and we don't realize that these characters will, will go through three generations, four or more, uh, however long it takes to achieve their objectives. And they have big foundations which outlive all of them, and they can keep going intergenerationally and complete uh, their, part of their part in an agenda. It's that simple. They've been doing this for centuries. Well, if you look at who uh, is in the 3,000 CFR that really runs this country, they're all grandsons or great-grandsons under you know the other family name of the Rockefellers, the Carnegies, the Astors. Uh, mm -hmm. Take Tucker Carlson, take... Uh, uh, Anderson Cooper, he's an Aster, the heir to the billions. Uh, I mean, if you look at who runs the UT, CIA recruiting, uh, you know, who, who openly writes articles in the paper saying get rid of all freedom in America. Uh, Mr. Bobbitt is the uh, nephew of LBJ. I mean, literally, it is just a few families. It's family dynasties, and it's been that way for a long, long time. And it's the same in every other country in Europe, too, by the way. Uh, you'll find they're all, all interrelated. These characters have been selecting their mates for centuries or having them done for them, and uh, they're making it up purely for their offspring and for their background heritage. But really, it, it's giving them health problems and not even advanced intelligence a lot of the time. Uh, what it's actually making them do is, 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 as we saw with the Pharaohs and the Caesars, is that they're psychopaths. Interbreeding causes yeah. all sorts of mental illness. Yeah, and, and the psychopathy is an interesting topic because it isn't a normal mental illness as such. Um, it's like Plato said thousands of years ago, speaking on behalf of the psychopaths of that day. He said that he, being a member of the aristocracy, had been specially bred, as all aristocracy was specially bred. And he said, just like um, uh, animals, domesticated animals, you can breed equality in or out. And for those who rule over the lesser people, you don't want to breed in someone that with emotional tendencies. So you breed out the emotional tendencies, and you end up with these these very um, very cold and calculating and cunning people. But they have no human empathy for other others around them. But I also notice the type who they're very cold-blooded, they're very neurotic, they're very obsessive-compulsive. You know, reading about David Rockefeller, Prince Philip, all of them, even being around really wealthy, and I mean really wealthy people, is that every, the yard's got to be cut right, every light bulb's got to be in, the bank account's got to be perfect, and it is that attention to detail and complex things that allows them to maintain control, but they also enjoy the cold crushing of beauty. They are very envious of beautiful young people, they are very uh, jealous of happy individuals, Independent people, they have a real pleasure in murdering masses of people. It, it's 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 a power trip. Mm -hmm. It's a power thing, and that control, even that obsessional control you mentioned in compulsive behavior, is part of control. Uh, anything at all, even something in a house that's out of place, or a, or a, a picture that's, that's kind of squint on the wall, uh, will distract them, and they have to have it rectified because everything must be correct, as they'll say. What they only really mean is everything must be in order. And they're also yeah, breeding that neuroses into their minions, the police and bureaucrats, where, oh, we, you know, you're at the baseball game, you ordered lemonade for your son, we brought you a hard lemonade, but it looks like a lemonade bottle, he takes a drink, we instantly take your kid, your life's over, and we say, we know you did it on accident, the order must be followed. Uh, and, and, mm -hmm. and so it's just, and, and just, and like, oh, you didn't instantly comply with me, I'm going to put you in a coma now, I'm going to beat your head in. 
Yes, I mean, it really is getting to that stage where you're stopped for just about anything. I was stopped in town uh, a few weeks ago. I was tailed through town, actually, and then stopped eventually on a pretext, of course, that I'd flicked a cigarette butt out the window. And I happened to smoke, and I, I said, is it this one here? I had a cigarette in my hand. And I said, well, it couldn't have been that. It must have been the ash. He said, oh, you can get a $100 fine for that, he said. And then, of course, he proceeded to go through all the papers and all the rest of it. But, but I get tailed around. I'm sure you do, too. Don't these guys know that, 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 that this isn't freedom? I mean, don't they understand that this is bad? Mm-hmm. Well, when you have people who've been transitioned from uh, peacekeeping and uh, uh, into law enforcement and have been brought up with 20, 25 years of cop shows and, and TV dramas and SWAT teams and so on and video games which were meant for the military, you have a militarized mentality amongst young people who would never get a job in anywhere else, especially the intellect they're hiring. No, they can't. And, All they've mm-hmm. done is exactly, and they think it's manly to just crack heads and beat people up, and they've simulated mm-hmm. murder millions of times on the video games, and now they're going to do it for real. Uh, did you hear about Taser International? They went into a county where three people died after being tasered, uh, and they, they're suing the doctors and coroners saying, you're not allowed now, and the judge is telling them, you're not allowed to ever say tasers could hurt someone. They're telling doctors... Now, now, what, what their medical rulings can be? I, oh, yes, I, I mean, I mean, look at the control of that. Yes, but we, but we are in this kind of totalitarian system right now. This happened in Nazi Germany when the order went out for racial hygiene, and they were under hospitals. And there's lots of documentaries you can still pull out where they taught it in school and tried to convince the children in the 30s, the ones who, would, who were growing up and who would be the, the guards, etc., uh, they were showing these videos on mental deficiency, and they reworded it and retitled it and so on so that there wasn't really um, a human being anymore. So through the change of words uh, and law, uh, you couldn't say what murder was murder. You couldn't say genocide was genocide. It was ruled illegal to do so. So it's the same thing that's happening now. Uh, they're telling the doctors put down anything on that certificate, uh, cardiac arrest, whatever. But, I mean, the they're the, exactly, part. they're the doctor. It, you know, it's their profession. They are supposed to make the ruling. And then they say, oh, they didn't die because you tasered them. I'm the judge. And then mm-hmm. now Taser says they're going to sue any doctor or any medical examiner that says cause of death was Taser, preemptively threatening them. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to their credit, the different associations are freaking out, saying, you, you know, you can't. You can't do that. I mean, here it is right here. Uh, judge rules for taser in case of death decisions, Arizona Republic. Chief Medical Examiner Lisa Kohler said the examiners uh, rightly concluded taser contributed to the deaths and said county lawyers will appeal the judge's ruling. And it, and it goes on to say uh, it is dangerous, uh, dangerously close to intimidation, says Jeff Jetson, president of the National Association of Medical Examiners. At this point... Uh, we adamantly reject the fact that people can be sued for medical opinions that they make. I mean, this is pure intimidation. I mean, everybody knows the tasers are killing everybody. But they say, yeah, no, well, we'll mm-hmm. sue you if you say that, because they admit that they're training cops to shoot us with real guns. This is about torture. Go ahead. Well, that's true. It is torture. And I think it's probably another reason for it, too, that they're even pushing out the stories and allowing us to hear them because they're going to bring in even more futuristic weapons which can, can, can do the same kind of uh, damage, even, even worse damage, 
without the, the use of wires and without being within a certain range either. Uh, well, you're in Canada where they admittedly, it came out in the news that if, they, if you don't have your ticket on you, they taser you for punishment. And the, mm -hmm. and, the, and the paper said that and people didn't believe it. And then the police chief came out and said, yes, it's your punishment. It, I mean, now, judge, jury, you're going to be tortured with something that has a good chance of killing you. I mean, it, that is just off the chart, and they're being told it's to keep doing it. Yeah, they're making a major shift between using uh, techniques of restraint, etc., into uh, techniques of coercion. They're using it as a tool um, uh, to make someone comply, a compliance tool, rather than something that's only to be used in an emergency. So they're gradually changing the meaning of, of words, as they say, uh, into law to allow themselves to use this kind of weaponry. Alan Watts, stay there. We'll be right back after this quick break. Thousands of laboratories with gene guns firing genetics into different species. It's admittedly already given rise to super viruses, super bacteria. They've got giant superconducting super colliders, cyclotrons, hundreds of top physicists and quantum mechanics experts, engineers are saying it could blow the planet up, create a strange lid. I mean, this is the same equations that you know created A bombs and hydrogen bombs 60 years before they had them. Um, 50 years before they had them, we know that people like H.G. Wells were writing about it. So the the elite also are very reckless. I mean, they're not gods. They're not invincible. And I really think that they're out of control. I mean, they've got control of us, but I think they're getting very nihilistic, uh, very psychopathic. And a lot of their own writings admit that they're getting very, very decadent and very, very evil. And, you know, the new thrill to them is playing with things that could destroy themselves. Can you comment on that? Yeah, they go through cycles of this down through history. You'll find this happening every 50 years or so. They, they've got to have some uh, big bloodletting almost. They, they rise to uh, an incredible degree of even more wealth, uh, more power, and then they become uh, rather careless in the way they handle themselves and what they say to the public. It's only after wars they retreat and, and be, they're careful in what they say. They play politics then. But when they really believe they're on the verge of conquering something with a new era, they come out into the open and start to boast. That's also a trait of the psychopath because they have tremendous egos. They cannot keep their mouths uh, shut. Well, psychopaths, often... I mean, just run-of-the-mill kidnapping people and killing them, at first mm -hmm. they'll kill one person a year, then one person every six months, and one person a month, then one person every day. And by the end of it, they're drunk driving with two dead bodies in the car looking mm -hmm. for trouble. It, yes. it, it, I mean, and, and notice it's always a local police commissioner or a, I mean, it's, it's just craziness. Yes. And also, uh, psychopaths, once they're caught, regardless if they're mass murderers uh, or serial killers, uh, they'll then love to tell you, uh, the world how they did it because they truly believe they're so clever and they think they'll impress the world by revealing 
how clever they've been and with their techniques. Well, here's another example since you raised that. Uh, super class, the global power elite in the world they are making, David uh, Rothkoff, and uh, he, he just says here in the book that they're going to take the Internet away, how they're going to enslave us, how they're increasing the police, how they're going to take our freedoms, how we're going to have a world government, whether we like it or not. Uh, I mean, they are, and he's the head of Kissinger and Associates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, they're becoming very open now. They truly believe that they, they've, they've almost, uh, in fact, some of them do believe that they've taken over the world already. It's a matter of just getting the few remaining uh, public who can still think to accept it. And that's the only problem that they have. Uh, they do studies all the time on the general population. They keep the pulse of the population all the time. And they know how Joe Average is going to accept whatever. And it's true what Aristotle said, that revolutions never happen from the, from the base people at the bottom. They need leadership that comes from a middle class. And they're so constant, they've wiped out pretty well most of the, the major middle class. The rest, they do uh, keep tabs on, on their children. As I say, they dumb them down with Ritalin and so on. And they're pretty sure they can pull all of this off without any problems from the general public who will simply go along with anything at all. And it's a cold-blooded, it's a cold-blooded way of extincting any resistance in the future to just just completely destroy the middle class and then dumb down the few that are left and then go ahead and in orderly fashion exterminate the majority of us. And a lot of you yuppies think you're part of the elite. You're not. That's another mechanism they use. We'll be back in one minute with Alan Watt.